everyone. Welcome back to Sunday School. Students, for your lesson today, you will need your Bibles, lesson sheet number 12, it looks like this, and a pen or a pencil. Open up your Bibles to John chapter 20 while I have a word with our parents. Parents, today we will study the story of Jesus appearing to Mary Magdalene. When Jesus appeared to Mary, he assured her that he had power over death, and that comforted her. We know that Jesus has power over death and will raise us from the dead. Our response is like Mary's. We are comforted knowing that our Savior has risen and we will have eternal life. The at-home activity for this lesson asks you and your student to read verses from the books of Genesis and Hebrews. Then talk about why God is able to resurrect our bodies on the last day and reassemble them from the dust to be joined with our souls in heaven. Students, let's open our lesson with a prayer. Dear Jesus, your resurrection assures us that you are our Savior. Now we can be certain that our earthly death is the beginning of living forever in heaven with you. Help us firmly to hold on to this Easter promise throughout our lives. Increase our faith as we study your word today. Amen. When do you need comfort? Maybe when you go to bed? Or come in from outside when it's cold or rainy? Or when you are upset or worried? When do you need comfort? I've got a few ordinary things here. Think about how these things could be a comfort to you. My blanket will keep me warm when I am cold. This water will quench my thirst. My cat Caesar, he loves me and he's a great friend to me when I need some company. My Bible, it always comforts me, especially when I feel anxious, upset, or sad. God has given us many things in this world that offer comfort whenever we need it. Today, we are going to hear about one of Jesus' followers named Mary Magdalene. She needed God's comfort at a time in her life when she was feeling very, very sad. As we study the story today, we will answer this question. How did Jesus' appearance to Mary Magdalene comfort her? Our lesson is from John chapter 20, and we will be reading verses 1, 2, and 11 through 18. Let's read this together. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. 
Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white, seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. Let's turn to page 46 in your lesson sheets and start with God's word one. Question one. Imagine that this is a page in Mary's journal. Complete the information as she might have described it. The day was the Sunday after Jesus died. This morning, I went to Jesus' tomb. As I walked down the path, I was shocked that the tombstone was rolled away. It alarmed me because I thought that someone had stolen Jesus' body. So I ran as fast as I could to alert Peter and John to what had happened. Question two. Later, Mary returned to Jesus' tomb and cried. How was Mary thinking of Jesus' death only in human terms? As we read the sentences, Circle the ones that are correct. She concluded that his body was stolen because he could not be alive. She didn't understand that as true God, he has power over death. She tried to remember prophecies about the Savior. Which ones did you circle? You should have circled the first and second sentences. Our key point for section one. What was Mary too sad to realize? Mary was too sad to realize Jesus had risen from the dead. God's word today, one. What would it mean? Mary Magdalene was full of sadness and despair at Jesus' death. If you knew 
only that Jesus had died, but didn't know that he had risen, why would you feel sadness and despair? Let's complete these sentences together. Our first sentence. If Jesus had died and not risen, it would mean he did not fulfill all the prophecies about the Savior, which would mean he was not my Savior, which would mean my sins would not be forgiven. Our second sentence. Also, if Jesus had died and not risen, it would mean he did not have power over death, which would mean he could not raise me from the dead, which would mean I could not go to heaven. Praise God that you do not need to feel such sadness and despair. Jesus has risen. And because Jesus has risen, we can change these sentences from sadness and despair into happiness and joy. Read these with me. Jesus died and has risen, which means he fulfilled all the prophecies about the Savior, which means he is my Savior, which means I am forgiven. Jesus died and has risen, which means he has power over death, which means he will raise me from the dead, which means I will go to heaven. Praise God that we have such happiness and joy. Let's continue on page 47 with God's Word 2. Question 4. What did it take for Mary to recognize Jesus? Jesus said her name. He simply said, Mary. Question 5. When Mary called Jesus teacher, she wanted to keep Jesus with her and his other followers as before. If she had realized what Jesus' resurrection meant, what other titles or names could she have called him? Fill in the crossword puzzle with three other names for Jesus. So pause the video now and think of three other names that Mary could have called Jesus. Then fill these in the crossword puzzle. Come back when you are finished. Welcome back. What names did you come up with? Let's go over to the whiteboard and look at the answers. The three other names for Jesus are Savior, Lord, and God. Here is what they should look like in the crossword puzzle.
Question six. How did Jesus help Mary to realize that he would not remain on earth as a teacher? Jesus told Mary not to hold on to him because he had not yet gone back to the Father. What did that mean? It meant that Jesus could not remain on earth as before, that he would return to heaven. Question seven. The disciples had shown a lack of faith when they denied and deserted Jesus. How did Jesus show that he had forgiven them? As we read the sentences below, circle the correct answers. He called them brothers or brethren. He told Mary to tell the disciples they were forgiven. He emphasized that they shared the same God and Father. Which ones did you circle? The correct answers are the first and the third sentences. So our key point for section two, how did Jesus assure Mary that he had risen? Jesus appeared to Mary and spoke to her. God's word today too. What will happen? Read John chapter 20, verse 29. That verse says, Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and have yet believed. Now, using this verse, let's fill in the blanks to show how it applies to us and Jesus' resurrection. I have not seen the risen Savior, but I believe that Jesus rose because God's word tells me so. Like Mary, I am blessed in knowing my Savior has risen. Mary didn't understand about Jesus' resurrection until he made it perfectly clear to her. Sometimes we too don't always understand what God wants us to know. Therefore, in his word, God assures us that Jesus is our Savior and we have eternal life. Write your name on the grave headstone that is pictured below. That will represent that you too will die one day. Then we're going to read each Bible reference as it is listed. If it speaks about what will happen to you when you die or what will happen on the last day, write it on the gravestone. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Yes, this verse talks about what will happen when we die. Write John 3.16 on the headstone. 
1 Corinthians 16, verses 13 through 14. Be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, do everything in love. Note, this verse does not apply, so don't write it on the headstone. Daniel 12, verse 2. Multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake, some to everlasting life, others to shame and everlasting contempt. Yes, this verse talks about what will happen on the last day. So write Daniel 12, verse 2 on the headstone. Galatians 5, verse 26. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. No, this verse does not apply. Psalm 49, verse 15. But God will redeem me from the realm of the dead. He will surely take me to himself. Yes, this verse applies, so write this one on the headstone. Acts 4, verses 34 through 35. There were no needy persons among them. For from time to time, those who owned land or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales, and put it at the apostles' feet. And it was distributed to anyone who had the need. No, this verse does not apply. John 6, verse 40. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day. Yes, this verse does apply. So your headstone should look like this. Let's turn to page 48 and review what we've learned today. The aim of our lesson. How did Jesus' appearance to Mary Magdalene comfort her? The truth of our lesson from God's word. Jesus' appearance comforted Mary by assuring her that he had power over death. The application to our lives today. Jesus has power over death and will raise us from the dead. And our response? We are comforted to know that our Savior has risen and we will have eternal life. The memory treasure section of your sheet is in yellow, and there are four memory verses for you to look up and write in the spaces provided. Also read through the third article of the Apostles' Creed and the hymn verses. There are two memory treasure exercises for you to do on your own. The at-home activity for this lesson asks you and your parents to read some Bible passages from the books of Genesis and Hebrews. Then together, 
discuss why God is able to resurrect our bodies on the last day and reassemble them from dust to be joined with our souls in heaven. People put many different things on their headstones when they die. In our exercise above, we found some Bible passages that we could use. What would you think about putting this on your headstone? Just waiting. What would that mean on a Christian's headstone? It would mean that this person knows his or her body is just waiting there until the last day when Jesus will raise it from the grave and join it with its soul to spend eternity in heaven. And that will happen because Jesus died on the cross, taking away all of our sins, and then rose from the grave, defeating death. Let's close our lesson today with a prayer. Dearest Jesus, we praise you for rising from the dead and promising to raise us also. Keep us confident in this promise. Amen. Have a great week and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.